Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. So hang on, where, where exactly are you right now? Um, oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Can you hear that noise in the background? Yeah, it sounds like smashing. What is it? That's your mother getting ice cubes. Oh, God damn it. Fuck. All right. So no, hang it's on. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Just, just to clarify. Right. So you hang on. You're in Thailand right now. Mm, yeah, we arrived. Yeah. Um, God, it was, I mean, where do I start? Yeah, talk us through... Okay, first of all, welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast. Dad's going to be in Thailand for how many weeks now, Dad? Five weeks. Five mm. weeks. Okay, yeah. so that's definitely so long, long enough where... We, yeah, we're going to have to kind of put some context on this. So you're mm. staying in Thailand, and you live in Thailand part of the year, don't you? Yeah, we have a house down in um, a place called... Or some people say, who are him? <laughs> who are him? <laughs> Look, it's just beautiful, but it's very, it's been... Look, I've done a lot of travelling overseas, mm. um, a lot, um, and this was by far. Oh, that's your mother now opening the. Oh God, fuck! Fucking hell! This look the... at this. What is this amateur hour? Oh, <laughs> she's apologising. That's okay. Just wait. Um, does she want to say hello, or is she? She wants to kind of lurk in the background. Do you want to quietly. say hello, Christine? No. Okay. Cool. Yep. So. Look, we haven't travelled for over two years, and everyone will be able to relate to that. Um, it's been very trying. We haven't seen two of our kids, um, as I said, in more than two years. We haven't seen mm-hmm. our place in over two years. Yeah. And the drama getting out of Australia, you had to have a negative PCR test within 72 hours of departure. We, uh, we, so we had to wait for the negative tests. We got out to the airport really early because I just love airports. When we got on the plane, it was a Qantas flight travelling Sydney to Bangkok, left about 10 in the morning. It had a capacity of around about 280 economy seats and there were 30 people in economy. Think about that. That's a lot of vacant seats. And because Christine and I hadn't travelled in a long, long time, we sort of saved our shekels and we decided... Is, sorry, shekels. Yeah, it's an old Jewish currency. I okay, believe. so you, you, do people pay you in shekels? Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't accept them at, when I went to buy the ticket. So we had to use Australian currency. So we, we arrive in Bangkok about 4pm. So Bangkok's, uh, for the listeners, four hours behind Sydney. So I'm sitting here at quarter to eight, and it's quarter to 12, I believe, where you are. Yep, quarter to midday. Quarter to midday. And we, the Bangkok airport, which is one of the busiest airports in the world, as we were sort of taxiing coming up to, to the massive terminal, you definitely got a sense 
looking out the window that all was not as it had been two years prior. It was kind of slightly eerie and we all get off the plane, all 50 of us, and we had to walk a long, long way. That was one of the weird things. I couldn't figure out why we were parked so far away. I mean, we're talking, it felt like a kilometre walk. Mm. And we're going along these electric walkways and, you know, you're pretty tired. The heat, there didn't seem to be any air conditioning at the airport. And I kind of understand why, because it's hard to justify when there are so few passengers there. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes Mm. sense. And we, at the end of this, what seemed like an eternal corridor, we started to come across seats, um set up very, very neatly on either side of this moving walkway and we're just walking or sort of moving along this walkway and there were literally hundreds and hundreds of seats to the left and right and we began to realise that these seats were in fact for passengers that get off because the first thing you have to do... So there was sort of a wall of fully gowned... um, And when I say fully gowned, I'm talking about people that looked as though they were, you know, that worked at a nuclear facility and you just sit down in and it's all sort of spaced for social distancing Mm -hmm. and you have to have all your documentation and for some weird reason my vision was a bit strange I can only put that down to the flight but it wasn't functioning properly plus we didn't have pens So you get a little bit stressed. There's a lot of paperwork. And you know when you normally fill out forms on planes as you're coming into countries? Mm -hmm. We had to fill in these forms, but not on the plane. They gave them to us when we were seated. And fortunately, Christine, who was exceptionally organised, and I felt a bit kind of, you know, a bit slack, sort of just passing all the, the sort of the karma and trauma over to her, which she handled very well. Finally, when you get through all that, and it's pretty intense... You then do another monumental walk. You go up this big ramp and you come into this huge uh, customs area, which is generally so packed that you you, you just sort of say to yourself, Look, oh, we are going to be here for some hours getting through. And once you... But th- there were only four aisles working with um, customs. It, there was literally no one in this cavernous... Um, arrivals hall and i when i say cavernous it is it's monumental for those that have been to bangkok airport and you know they take uh fingerprints you have to take your mask off obviously to be photographed because they they take a photograph of every person coming in and then you just grab your we we got to the carousel and it was kind of a bit weird because it was going really slowly and there were only a few bags because there are only a few people on the plane and we had a lot of bags we then got them on a trolley, went through, and we never, ever, ever get checked. And because there was just absolutely, literally no one at the airport, the, the staff were really sweet and they just sort of... You try not to look at them. You think that if you don't look at them, they won't see you. And I just sort of glanced at one of the staff and she just looked at me and she pointed. So we had to get all our bags off the trolley through the scanning machines and then eventually you come out and you are met with a sea of people representing pretty well all the hotels in Thailand that are able to take people in because what you now have to do, you have to do the first night in quarantine. Then, weirdly, listeners, they let you out and about in Thailand, and then on the fifth night, 
you have to go back into quarantine. Now, that sounds counterintuitive, to put it mildly. And we were told that we were waiting for two more people, so we sat down in these chairs, and it was really, really hot. And we dressed... I was wearing long pants and shoes, because you like to dress nicely when you fly. We sat there for well over an hour, just waiting. And the two people, these other people that were going to be on the same little bus as us, they didn't rock up. So eventually they take us out into the sort of car parking area, which is normally crazy. And it was so orderly. You have to give it to the Thai people for being so incredibly organised. And we were led to this um, sort of customised van with a very thick perspex separate sort of separative screen between us and the driver. So even if you were being murdered or whatever was happening to you in the back of the van, he would not know because he couldn't hear you. And we then left the airport and started driving in towards Bangkok. It took 40 minutes to get to the hotel. The traffic wasn't too bad. And Christine had organised this hotel, and believe you me, listeners, it was bloody expensive for what we were about to get. And I was, and they described it as a resort on the river with a balcony and river views, Okay. So just remember what I've, what I've said. We rock up to this hotel. It was in a kind of weird, sort of a bit, a sort of a nondescript street. There, were, there was no sign of any river. And I thought, well, maybe there's a river behind. But I was kind of trying to figure out, sort of get my bearings. This hotel we pulled up to, I would rate it if we want to use the star rating. So five being absolutely top shelf and no stars being crap mm-hmm. i would and my initial um feeling is that we were entering possibly a two-star hotel okay. in fact and it was just hot we're tired we don't really know what's happening we check in they say <clears throat> now bear in mind listeners that god sydney we, we were delirious it was around about, let's say, 6 p.m. Yeah. But that's really 10 p.m. already. But it's 6 p.m. in our entire time. But really, we're delirious. We want to be in bed because it's actually 10 o'clock. And then the lady says to us, you can come down for your COVID test at 9 p.m., which is 1 a.m. Australian time. We had to sit in our hotel room for three hours and they said that we were going to get uh, this deal included a dinner. We kept waiting and waiting and we were delirious. Fortunately, there was a very good movie, Back to the Future, the very first one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which we just absolutely loved. Yeah. And that made it sort of slightly bearable. Just quickly, there is a slight interlude here from my end and... Because here's the thing, Dad, you're, you're, I mean, you know this, your birthday was on the 8th of February, mm. yes? Yeah. And so many people got in touch and wished you a happy birthday. And we knew that you were going to be, you know, uh, in transit or in a quarantine hotel on your birthday, and that's no way to spend a birthday, so... And we were also struggling to get you a present because, Dad, given the whole minimalism thing, you're kind of hard to shop for now. Mm. You know, you've, you've set some pretty tricky parameters. So mm. I thought, look, how about this? We get in touch with the hotel and we arrange for something really special to be left for you in your hotel room. 
And mum and I were secretly chatting and she sent me the itinerary. I'm trying not to laugh. Laugh as she sent me the itinerary. And I contacted the hotel and I was having a pretty extensive back and forth with these people. And we were pretty sure that you were going to have something amazing left for you. Mm. Here's what you're going to have left. An incredible dessert. That's a quote. And, uh, you know, like a, a really good whiskey and a beautiful letter from me and Tegan. So that even if you were trapped in quarantine, you'd get this lovely slice of kind of luxury, right? Hmm. You're very quiet, Dad. Um, so I messaged mum once you've arrived at the hotel during this exact period that you're talking about. And there's no, you know, I, I say, hey, is the, has the cake arrived? And she's like, what cake? You know, there's no, there's no cake here. And it becomes apparent at that point that something has been dropped. Some ball has been dropped. Something's been missed. So I call you and I wish you, you know, welcome to the hotel. And I let you know that uh, there's, there was meant to be a cake there. And mm. you're like, oh, that's very sweet. Thanks, mate. Blah, blah, blah. Later that day, with no... Dad, you have this weird uh, tonally ambiguous dad thing going on with text messages. Mm. Where because you don't punctuate... And also, sometimes you just send pictures without context. I can't tell how you feel about a thing. Mm. It, like that right there, that response. Very kind of tonally ambiguous. Mm. I don't know what you mean. Or you're, you probably think you're trying to convey something with your face, but this is audio, so I don't know what you're doing with your face. Um, so you send me this photograph, which I'm going to post on the Facebook page of the dessert that this hotel uh, gave you for your birthday. The mm. one that they talked up of... <laughs> Which we didn't get till the morning, by the way. So you get this thing in the morning. Can you please mm. describe this cake? This well, I don't understand how they even got the cake. The only consolation for me... Yeah. But, Paul, we need to come back to, to the dinner from oh, the night yeah. before. Chronologically, yes. Okay, great. We'll get to the, we'll get to the cake in a bit. Okay, yeah. So yeah. zip so, back to the night before. Yeah. So... Anyway, we just couldn't eat the meal. So we tied it all back up, put it outside the door. Then we go downstairs. We get the call, bang on 9 o'clock. And we had to go downstairs. We go to the reception. We were met by a fully encapsulated, sort of suited up uh, medical representative. We had to go through a lot of processes. We had to sign a lot of forms. We had to confirm our names, sign forms, confirm. And then she gives us, each one of us, this pack with all the test gear in it. Then we were directed down this corridor towards a fire escape and they'd made a like a makeshift sort of laboratory type sort of weird, I can't even describe it, underneath the stairwell. We go inside, you go in one at a time. And there was a, a Japanese guy in front of me, and unfortunately, because I couldn't resist it, I had to sort of peek into this weird room. I couldn't see the member of, like, the medical member, but I could see the, the you know, the nasal thing, and I'm actually watching it. I'm sort of torturing myself, and it went so far up inside his nose, and I thought, fuck, I, th I just thought, and I shouldn't have said anything to Christine, but I sort of turned around and said, Christine, this is really, this is not good. It's... It was. I hate having things shoved up my nose. When it was my turn, I just braced myself, but I was sort of looking at the big picture. This is an opportunity. We had to go through it, and she shoved this thing up my nose, and it just kept going and going, and then she not only did she shove it right up my nose, that half the tube virtually vanished, and then she started to rotate it and twist it and turn it, and I just... It was like a never-ending torture. She then pulls it out. She then tells me to open my mouth and then she and I have a very bad gag reflux she started to take it towards the back of my tongue 
and I I started to dry reach. It was and it's hot and it's fucked. And you just it's like for the greater good. And then I went out and I didn't say anything to Christine because I thought I don't want to freak her out too much. Eventually we were both tested. We go back upstairs Okay, so it was take, taking that into account, right? So now we know what it looks like, what it feels like. You've got dry retching going on. It's all it's all awful. And the previous night, you were promised a birthday cake. You know, a birthday that cake never and arrived. Never, never arrived. arrived. So please talk us through what did arrive the next morning. Okay. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. The next morning, we're waiting for our results, which still hadn't come through. And there's a knock on the door. They press this electronic. I, I promised within less than five seconds, I'd open the door. There's, not, there's no one there. This, and there's this box, and it's very colourful. And I began to realise that it was actually something from Disney. It must oh. be licensed through Disney. Right. Did, right. did you know that? No, no, I didn't. No. Or, or maybe it's not I'm, licensed. It could, it could be unlicensed, yeah. Okay, it could be unlicensed. But, yeah. And I brought this 
it, it had sort of like a, a, like a window. Uh-huh. We could actually see the cake. Uh-oh. The box was superb. Yeah. And they also supplied us, did you know this, with an amazing plastic carving knife? Did you know that? No. But had, yeah. hang on. Had you eaten the previous night? Nothing. Right. So you had not eaten at all. And the first food that technically arrives is... Well, please, yeah, go on. Well, it was very, very colourful. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's that famous colour chart? The, the famous one that what they use. Oh. You know, it's like a, you know, it's a famous, like a book of colour with billions of colours on it. I don't know. It's a very famous book. Oh, Pantone, Christine oh, yeah. just said. Okay. But, and you know the Pantone book covers every colour, known colour on the spectrum? Mm-hmm. Of which there might be two million colours. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm exaggerating slightly. Well, this cake had colours that are not on the Pantone. They certainly the, don't occur in nature. No, these no. colours were they were almost ethereal. They were not of this planet. They were cosmic colours. They would have been made with a combination of probably illegal dyes. It was just sort of almost if you had been in a very dark place on Earth. You could have used that as a light because it, it was so bright in colour that it would have absorbed any colour and then reflected it. The colours were were incredible blues, pinks, reds, yellows, whites. They had these rice bubbles that had been dipped in sugar that formed a rim around the outside base. It was quite heavy, but that's probably because of the icing. The icing was... At Excessive. least quarter of an inch thick. I'm looking at a photo now because you cut through. It's, it's okay, you haven't actually told anyone what it is. You, you've been quite. What's well, a birthday cake? Yeah, but what's the theme? Oh, some famous girl cartoon character. You come, please, Dad. You know, you know who it is. No, I don't. I can't. I've erased it from my memory. It was Dad, so traumatic. Okay, what oh, what Dad God. actually received in lieu of the good classy bottle of whiskey and the you know Michelin star dessert that I was promised was a five-kilo Little Mermaid cake. It's so big. This thing is so fucking big. I'm looking at it now. Yes, it it is on a kind of a backing board, and they've got, yeah, the sugar-coated rice bubbles. It has little, you know, it's got that little fish dickhead that kind of is friends with Ariel. It's got Ariel, and then it's just got like a disc with the word Ariel in cursive, and it's got a small icing kind of cylinder with uh, the Disney trademark on it, so maybe it is licensed. But this is a children's birthday cake, it would comfortably feed about 50 kids. This thing is really big. Now, I did mm. say, Dad, that you were in your 60s. And this... <laughs> Maybe they saw the six and thought, he's a six-year-old. Oh, that's year a good old. point. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a good point, Paul. Good, good investigative work there. Um, but we what did you think? Like, did it, um, how did it taste? No, no, we didn't have it that then. Yeah, but did you, did you taste any at all, ever? Um, Come on. You had well, that, it's a birthday cake. You have to try yeah, but you, 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 You're jumping ahead, Paul. Okay. Um, we then got the phone call. So we, put, we wrapped the cake back up. And we already had a lot of stuff to carry. So we had to figure out how to sort of convey this cake. Bearing in mind, it had a high chance of melting. Um, then we got the call to say we were negative, And we were free. And then we thought we'd have a bit of a wander because Mark and Pla were going to pick us up. Yep. They'd driven up. They'd driven about 300k to pick us up because that's actually my birthday. And they were going to take us out uh, for lunch, which is nice. And we walked to the back of the hotel and we came across a 
I I don't want to sort of be too mean, but it was sort of a uh, 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 it was a dirty canal with you could literally walk across the water walking on the heads of giant catfish. The water was thick with catfish. And on the other side of the canal were these at least one to one and a half metre humongous lizards. They were gargantuan. We saw two of them. Back to the cake. Great. I, um, you, you're a very good person, Paul, and I love you dearly. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to worry about your choice of presence with me. I didn't pick the cake. I mm, said, I, trust, I trusted their I, judgment. I'm kind of thinking, Paul, that deep down... Oh, you think it's you, a prank? It's a prank. It's oh, a prank cake. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I didn't even know. I thought it might have, have even been made of plaster. Right. Because thought, in the extreme... Said... <laughs> In the extreme weather conditions, and they are extreme, normal cakes would literally fall apart and just disintegrate and turn into like a, just a gelatinous, you know, sort of just kind of like something being hit by a car and that effect on the windscreen where you look at it and it's all spread out. But that didn't happen. This cake just maintained its, its rigidity and we... And we, we, we really looked after this cake. And it was a big thing to look after it. <laughs> and we put it in the back of the of Mark and Pla's car and we spent the day in Bangkok and we drove a few hundred kilometres and we arrived here late on my birthday, uh, late Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we really had looked after this cake and we got it out of the back of the car. And I'm delirious. And I looked down, and all the characters on the cake had slightly... <laughs> melted. Melted? Yeah. They'd sort of leaned, which sort of distorted their faces uh-huh. somewhat. Yeah. And then I thought, look, we need to taste the cake. <laughs> so we bring it inside, and of course, Mark's wife, Pla, whenever she sees anything sweet, her eyes sort of open wider than normal. Yeah, okay. She absolutely loves anything sweet and the cake was was quite incredible and i i took the serrated perspex uh purpose-built knife which is kind of weird and we set the cake up on the table and we all looked at it bearing in mind that it had changed it was still circular but it definitely looked like it had been exposed to perhaps a, a ray gun which had emitted some heat because funny things were starting to happen to it. And we, we all shared in one beautiful slice. And it was sweet. Uh, and it was, but the main thing, Paul, is that it was a lovely thing for you to organise. Yeah, to, but did, to which we're very much appreciated. Did it taste really awful and stupid? or was Not it awful, okay? no. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was uh, basically. Uh, it was devoid of flavour. Okay. Um, and the icing was kind of. I think it could have been made out of plaster. Great. Okay. Plaster of Paris. But I'll tell you what, though, the thought is it's it's up there, <laughs> and then we put it in the fridge, and then we pulled it out the next morning, and I looked at it, and Christine looked at it, and we 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 kept looking at it, and. <laughs> 
And there it stays. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, it's going to be here for, for some years, I'd say. Yeah, cool. Look, if it's just sort of an architectural addition to the new house, then as long as you appreciate it just for its presence, that's fine. Mm. I, but, look, but one of the nicest things, and, and really, really appreciate it, Paul, but can I also just say, and I really, I say this very, very sincerely, is yeah. that I've never had so many Christmas... Oh, Christmas, fuck. <laughs> God, b- birthday wishes... Uh, in my entire life, I've never had so many people wish me um, happy birthday. And those people, 98% of them, were fans of Loose Units. And, and, you're, f- and you're free now of the confines of the quarantine hotel. Ah, so, well, so, no, oh. because tomorrow uh-huh. we need to go to the Bangkok hospital, be retested. Then we have to go into quarantine tomorrow night mm-hmm. until the next day, until we get again... Two negative results, one for me, one for Christine. Okay. And then we are free to roam around Thailand. But then we have to get two more tests to be allowed back into Australia. So it's it's one of these, you know, it's it's wonderful. It's worth the effort. It's, it's tr- so worth the effort, listeners, to travel. And it's doubly worth the effort if you get to see, uh, you know, friends and family that you haven't seen for a long time. And, and being Australian due to our geographical remoteness on this, this, this circular planet, we do have a strong desire. We are renowned for being travellers, and it's a part of It's in our DNA. And it's just it was so good to get on a plane. And I didn't believe that it was actually going to happen until we were... Um, in fact, I took a, a small film of us actually leaving the Earth, uh, you know, sort of leaving the tarmac. Fine. Christine, Christine's sitting over there on the lounge giving me the weirdest sort of... Looks like I'm sort of... I, don't know, I can't lip read, but she's sort of thinking I'm, I've lost the plot. I think leaving the earth is a bit dramatic for, you know, he took off in a plane, but I, I appreciate oh, the poetry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, mm. it's, you're right. It's really important to, you know, stretch your legs. Uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, Tegan and I are heading to Fiji for a couple of nights. Oh, fantastic. Just to kind of get away from things. Mm. I mean, travel's really great, but no trip is complete until... One of two things has happened. Loose Units listeners have bombarded you with birthday wishes or your son and your daughter-in-law accidentally got you a birthday cake which has the density of a neutron star. So, yeah. Paul, it's always it's the thought that counts and that's, that's what really matters. But listen, before we go, just mm-hmm. a teaser for next week. I have got the most... I've got two stories... I decided to let's make this sort of somewhat Thailand-centric for our listeners. And, of course, I couldn't help myself, and I've dug up a story about Thailand's worst mass murderer slash cannibal, and it's fucked up. And also, whilst we have been in the last 24 hours in Thailand, in the very canals that Christine and I were staying next to, they have found numerous body parts, but we'll save that for next week. Okay. I can't wait. It's going to be a great week next week for Loose Units. Have a great weekend, everyone. And we will see you next week, live from Thailand, for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.